Good afternoon, and may the Lord give you his peace. This is St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with your daily message of hope, and I'm Father Stosh Daly. Today, let us enter into the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary as a source of hope, as a source of love. At first hearing, perhaps it seems rather odd that we would turn towards the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary for hope. But remember, in the five mysteries of the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, we encounter the power of God's love, the ever-enduring reality of God's love for each one of us. How much the Lord Jesus Christ endured as a result of his love. And when we enter into the depth of Christ's love for each one of us, for all of humanity, there is then found an incredible wellspring of hope. And this daily message of hope is meant to lift up our minds and our hearts before the Lord, so that we are able to gaze upon the Lord and treasure him. Our opportunity to become one with Jesus is an opportunity that is fed by our desire to know more, love more, and serve more the Lord Jesus Christ in the kingdom, the kingdom that is found in here and now. The sorrowful mysteries of the rosary are an opportunity for us through the eyes, through the heart of Mary to consider, to ponder, and to appreciate all that much more everything that the Lord Jesus Christ experienced out of love for us. If we could, just but for a moment, Let's consider the words of Paul VI, who reminds us that the rosary is a most efficient school of study and prayer on the life of Jesus. And we approach the lesson of Jesus through the eyes, through the heart of his mother, Mary. She is then the best teacher, the most efficient of all teachers when it comes to that lesson that we are called to to study and learn the lesson of truth, truth who is Jesus. If we approach the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary through the perspective of Our Lady, we find an incredible source of not only hope, but also strength, a strength that is exhibited by Jesus, Jesus the Christ. And then we also take notice of the strength that's exhibited by his mother, Mary. In our own moment, when we are called to experience suffering, or turmoil, or pain. We can rightfully cling to Jesus, he who is Lord, he who is the master. We may rightfully grasp the Lord Jesus Christ and take notice of the beautiful example and the witness of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Entering into the sorrowful mysteries, of which there are five, we begin by entering into the first mystery, the agony and the garden. And then we proceed on towards the scourging of Christ at the pillar, and then the crowning with thorns. After the crowning of thorns, we enter into the fourth mystery, the carrying of the cross. After that, we arrive at the fifth of the sorrowful mysteries, the crucifixion and death of our Lord Jesus. When we enter into the five sorrowful mysteries, whether we meditate upon one or we make the journey through all five. We are given an opportunity to consider the beauty and the power of the passion, the reality of pain and suffering as it was experienced by Jesus, whom we call the Christ, 
and an opportunity to understand the solidarity that God desires to foster within humanity, a solidarity that we can have with Jesus, a solidarity that we can have with each other, an opportunity to appreciate not only empathy, but also sympathy and the difference of those two from pity. We are able to journey through life in the ups and the downs, moments of sorrow and moments of joy with our eyes focused on the Lord. The words of Benedict XVI strike a chord here. Benedict XVI calls us to pay attention to the fact that God is not a power far removed from our experience of humanity, but rather he enters into our humanity. He doesn't make us suffer, but rather he suffers with us. He suffers before us. On the cross, he shows us that we are not alone and we are not apart from him. We are not removed from him. God knows the suffering found within our humanity, and he likewise enters into our humanity and suffers with us. He gives us the opportunity to see how suffering can be redemptive. Suffering can have a beautiful, a powerful effect on the soul if we but turn it over to the Lord, if we lift up our eyes and gaze upon Jesus. Suffering, apart from the Lord, is something that is miserable. But suffering when it is united to the Lord is not only something we can endure, but we can actually conquer. We are able to use it as a means by which we can draw close to Jesus, understand his solidarity with us, and appreciate the call to stand in solidarity with others who in their suffering offer up a call for assistance, a call for accompaniment. In the five sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, we journey with the God-man, Jesus the Christ, from a garden, the Garden of Gethsemane, where he enters into prayer. And while there, in prayer, the suffering is real. The suffering is so painful, so powerful, that it drives him to have a source of energy to where he stays awake in prayer. He strives for total union with the Father, but also with the apostles. He asks them to stay awake with him in prayer. He's striving for union with us in that moment of sorrow. As the evening unfolds on that Thursday, which today we call Holy Thursday, as the evening unfolds and moves closer and closer to midnight, the Lord who is in prayer in the garden is eventually arrested. The first trial takes place when he is betrayed, betrayed by a kiss. The Lord Jesus Christ experiences the suffering that is found in betrayal. Let us also not lose the significance of appreciating how Peter rushed to his defense, rushed to his defense to be by his side. There's also the significance of understanding how he was arrested in the night, in the darkness of night, because so deceitful was their act, they couldn't do it in the light of day. The reality of suffering is very real in that Garden of Gethsemane. When the Lord Jesus Christ is arrested and taken into Jerusalem, he is paraded from one place to another, letting us know that whereas when we suffer, oftentimes it's in silence and secret, the Lord, his suffering is public, undeniable, 
It gives us an opportunity to appreciate, once again, just how much He loves us, just how much He's willing to undergo as a result of His love for us. From the scourging at the pillar to the crowning of thorns, humanity doesn't have a lot to offer the Lord, but He has everything to offer humanity, the depth of His love and the all-encompassing nature of His mercy and the life-saving reality of His grace carrying of the cross, that fourth sorrowful mystery, it is today what we recall in the stations of the cross in our church. Perhaps you recall praying the stations during Lent, or maybe you've seen the stations hanging in the church when you attend Mass. We meditate upon the total summary of the stations of the cross in the fourth sorrowful mystery when we consider the carrying of the cross, how the Lord carries the throne that humanity offers to him how he carries the throne that is the cross all the way to Calvary, a mount, a hill that is not within the city, but outside of the city. So ashamed are those who are putting him on trial that they won't even put him to death where they will see him in the town square or on the streets. They even cast him outside of the city. Once again, let us recall the profound sense of love he has for us, for our humanity, in the midst of so much suffering. Look at what he's willing to endure, what he has endured because of his love for us. Who, upon considering the great depth of his love, could not be filled with so much hope that Jesus the Christ loves us so much that he's willing to undergo the reality of what we recall and remember in the chapters of his life, in the mysteries that we call sorrowful, in the memories of his time with us on earth. The fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion and death of our Lord Jesus Christ, it is an opportunity for us to recall the power and the glory of his crucifixion and death. Every time we make the sign of the cross over our bodies, at the beginning or at the end of every prayer, or maybe it is the prayer in and of itself we can offer this very moment, just making the sign of the cross over our bodies a sign of life, a sign of hope, a sign of contradiction. The Lord took the worst, the darkest symbol of punishment and death, and he transformed it into a sign of hope, into a sign of love, and a sign of eternity. It's become now a sign of our life as Catholic Christians. When you see someone make the sign of the cross, do they not stand out? And yet at the same time, how many of us are afraid to make the sign of the cross because it'll make us stand out. Let us remember that it is in the Lord that we find our identity. It is in the Lord that we find the source of our love. It is in the Lord that we find the source of our hope. May we never, ever take for granted the opportunity to enter into the mysteries of the rosary and cherish those memories of the life of Jesus, whether it be the sorrowful mysteries of the glorious, the luminous, or the joyful, Regardless of the mysteries of the rosary that we consider, that we ponder, that we live, that we pray, that we meditate, may the Lord give you his peace and his hope as you enter into his life through the eyes and through the heart of his mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. May the Lord give you his peace.